On 1116 SEN, the Four Diegos. G'day amigos and welcome to the Four Diegos here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Rodrigo Rodriguez with you on this very chilly uh, Wednesday night. Vinny Venezuela, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much, Rodrigo. Good Isn't to be nice here. nice to be back, Vinny? Yes. Yes, uh, Warren, you're in the house. Are we on air? Uh, yeah, we're on air. <laughs> we're on air. We are? Yep. We've negotiated a new deal. We're on the trainee scheme, and um, but it's good to see you back in the house. It's good to see you and you, Vinny, and a few others too. Yeah. <laughs> and Carlos Alberto Diego, you, uh, you're back as well, looking suntanned, looking refreshed, looking like uh, one of the uh, all-stars that have been here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah, the yeah. pretty boy. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, am being, I have, even though Vinny is a handsome one, I have been referred to as the pretty boy of the Diegos. And by the way, and others, <laughs> Warren, and others, what, I've got two heads or something? There's only one other person in the studio. I thought I missed you for about two weeks, yeah. <laughs> and then I decided that I didn't. So I'm happy to be sharing a studio with you again, Carlos, until mm. you say the first res- Ridiculous! Like, is this a is this like a season for us now? We we do seasons, don't we? Well, we've had a preseason. Yeah, yeah, the preseason, yeah. you know, we, we kept a little bit quiet. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had an off season. Yeah, we had an off season. Probably the, the longest off season. Bit of an A League off yes. season for us. But well, we uh, went on the equivalent of the ICC for broadcasters. <laughs> that's, that's soccer. Right. So we just yeah. and we won that. And we, people are booing us too yeah, because right. the intensity is just not there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks, Phil and Werribee. Welcome back, boys. It is good to be back. It's good to be back in the studios, and uh, we've got a big show for you tonight. Uh, we've got a new bit of a new segment coming up. It's uh, apparently <laughs> my my Q and A. It's it's been on the cards for a couple of years. This segment. Oh, has we it? We just haven't been able to get it right in practice in rehearsals. Right. Yeah. But now we're going to have a crack at it. Yeah. See what people. Think. The production quality is oh, outstanding for that uh, <laughs> yeah. new segment. Yeah. Got a hot topic coming up, so prepare on zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen to text us tonight, and we'll also take your calls tonight on nine four two nine eleven sixteen, and we'll catch up with Mike McGrath and talk some UK stuff a little bit later on as well. It's been a big couple of months, Warren Diego. What is our hot topic? Well, in this recent period of time. Mm. Soccer, football, Soccer has football. gone on to free-to-air. I know it's been on SBS, but it's exploded, yep. hasn't it? Yep. With Channel 9. We're awash. Channel 9 have really <laughs> taken up the cudgels, cudgels. haven't they? The cudgels <laughs> yes. of free-to-air. And the reason why they have... And they had it on all their stations. Oh, they yeah. did, every station. There's a gem. It Go. feels like a warm gem, embrace from Channel Stone, 9. Gem, Stone, gem. Yeah, yeah, Stone. <laughs> Pearl. <laughs> they were yep. everywhere. Yep. And... Not, it's unlike Channel Nine to overstate the importance of something. Really, no, well, they, they like to understate do it. it. You yeah, know, yeah. a bit like the ABC. Yeah. Small production. Put, put a values, lid on it. That, that's everything. their motto. Let's put a lid on it. And in putting a lid on it, they basically described the ICC, which I actually thought was the uh, cricket competition <laughs> that they got rid of over in India. They actually described this tournament yep. as the biggest mm. ever, ever, <laughs> ever, mm. ever, and most important, most important mm. football event. Mm. Ever in mm. Australia. Well, it had me thinking, <laughs> briefly, Very for a little briefly. bit yeah. of time, yeah, two minutes as to whether the they show. were overstating it or whether perhaps it is the most significant yep. event, football event, that we've ever had 
in the country. So I suppose what we're asking people yep. is to tell us whether Channel 9 are overstating it. Has it captured it, your imagination? Has it captured yeah. the imagination? Yeah, zero four. Is it big? Absolutely. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Has the International Champions Cup captured your imagination? That's what I think Warren tried yep. to say. Um, uh, send us a text message on. Yeah, you know, we had it written down for him as well. It's like Warren. Yeah, I know. It's this sentence. Mm. Oh, it's it's great to be back. Um, my aim for this season was to be as succinct as possible. Do you think I'm achieving it <laughs> yeah. early on? Before we go into the highly produced uh, segment yeah. that uh, we've been talking about. Carlos, what do you think? Has it has it captured your imagination? Uh, not on the football pitch at all, but I didn't expect that to happen anyway. Mm. I mean, I just wanted to see the shiny Christ- and the glowing Cristiano Ronaldo walk through the streets of Melbourne, perhaps at a disco. I wanted to run into him at a disco or something like well, that. you do get about. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I still you know, inhabit the uh, dance floors of Melbourne, <laughs> and I was kind of hoping he would join me on the dance floor, but it's good to have him in town. What about you, Vinny? Uh, excited? I was excited. Look, I'm excited. You know what? This is what excites me, Rodrigo. It excites me that all these big players are here, or or many of them are here, and they get to see Melbourne, and they get to say, hey, I wouldn't mind seeing some of my career out here. Sunshine George Cross. Yep. (laughs) Just giving something back to this this great country that is Australia. What about you, Warren? You know what's excited me? It's excited me that the staple for international players... The rite of passage is the fact that they all get to cuddle a koala at some stage. <laughs> and and kick a, an AFL football. And kick an AFL football. I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> that, that, weren't yeah. the AFL players just lining up like giddy little school kids yeah. when they were down at the MCG? The Trent Cotchins of the world were just very excited. But we roll out the koala. We've yeah. been doing it for years, yep. but they've got to cuddle the koala. Cristiano actually got confused. He was going to kick the koala like he was kicking <laughs> the pigskin there for a while. I think it's been absolutely uh, fantastic that they're here, but uh, we'll get into the Are ICC. Are you excited, Rodrigo? Oh, not excited. I wouldn't say I'm excited. I-, I love the fact that they're in Melbourne, a bit, you know, patriotic about that. You yeah. know, I love the fact that, you know, our, our MCG, and we'll talk about the MCG, you know, is hosting it and, and we're hosting it. So I'm, I'm pretty proud about that. Another thing I'm actually really excited about, again, not on the field, but the fact that it's taken up media space. It has, uh, yeah. You know, across all the big papers, uh, TV and so forth. In a traditionally, you know, AFL-dominated time, and uh, that's always good for football because our alternative would be for nothing. There would Absolutely. be nothing on because we've got the longest pre-season right. and off-season in the history of world sport for yeah, our A-League. We're definitely getting better at it. Um, yeah. Hey, nine four two nine eleven sixteen. if you want to have your say, please give us a call. It's uh, 13 past 11. Yes, and uh, we're back for another another season of the Diego's. All the uh, all the off season stuffs happening. The uh, pre seasons are happening. The meat market's on at the moment, and uh, you know all the seasons will start very very soon. But uh, this is a new segment, and we'll get a can we get a pre record because I'm feeling yeah. a bit uncomfortable, you know, kind of saying this is Rodrigo's Q and A. Yeah, <laughs> don't like talking about myself in the third person, but yeah. uh, this is a new segment. It's a Q and A. I'm going to ask you guys. You yeah. couldn't afford Tony Jones, Rodrigo. No, it had to be you. <laughs> Well, and yeah. and thankfully, Tony Abbott refuses to appear <laughs> yeah. well, on this show. We did put a call into Tony Abbott, but he said, uh, ask Malcolm Turnbull. But uh, no, look, we will. Uh, I will ask you guys questions and yep. uh, our listeners as well. If you want to join us, please do 9429-1116 and we'll take it from there. So the topic tonight is the International Champions Cup. Now, there's been a lot of noise in, on, in the media and also on social media that it's been a bit of a snore fest. Hmm. Now, it is, uh, they are friendlies. Is it? Is it unreasonable to ask, you know, that overseas um, teams that come here for the ICC tournament put on a show at the expense of their pre-season preparation. Let's start with you, Carl. Firstly, 
firstly, the only Snorefest, and I still I didn't believe it was Snorefest, was the Roma Real Madrid game last Saturday night. That's the only one. I mean, last night's game was a good game, and on Friday night it'll be a good game in front of a packed house at the MCG. But let's get down to the fact that it is. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't have the intensity of normal Champions League games and so forth. Um, I think people who go there thinking is going to be any more than the circus actually don't know this stuff. It's all the theatre goers that have been going and complaining. Proper football people, people listening to the Diego's right now, they're going to say, hey, well, we know that this is only pre-season stuff. We know it's, it's lame stuff, but we're just, we're just celebrating the football circus that's come to town. And, uh, and for me, um, anyone who has any higher expectations don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, footy fans roll up to pre-season and expect to get something. They get to see different players. They get to see new players. They get to see... In this instance, people that they're never going to see in the flesh again, they've got to expect it to be something short of competitive. You're just going there for the visual spectacular. So come to grips with that. Yeah, Vinny, what about you? Look, I tend to... You'd be very naive if you're going to think it's anything greater than, than a friendly game. Having said that, there, there is you're still playing for a little bit of pride. I don't think Roma wants to be beaten by Real Madrid. I think it's there's a little bit of kudos even in a pre-season competition. So I think it's as good as you're going to get for pre-season at any level. And, and having these guys here is pretty cool. I think, um, again, I don't, I don't expect anything from the games. They're sort of toy games. But watching some of these players knock that ball around is still pretty sweet. David Silver moving it around. Oh, wasn't you know, it fantastic? Yeah. Oh. oh, Lord. Um, and th- there is no nothing much to talk about. But, you know, Gareth Bale not passing it to, t- to CR7. <laughs> I love that. I, I love, you know, you know that there's stuff, stuff going on. And, and for, for the aficionados, they're the things you notice, the little things that are happening on the side. There you go, Vinny. Well-timed and... Uh, there's a bit of a buzzer just if it gets out of hand. <laughs> to remind us, yeah. Do you we... actually really think that I'm going to take much notice of that thing? Well, what, what about the production value there? That, oh, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah, listen to that. That is yeah. a bona fide buzzer. Thank you very much, A-Rod. That's excellent. Now, the next question, guys and listeners, 942-911-16, if you want to get involved. Uh, should an A-League team have been involved uh, in the ICC tournament to, you know, to create some of that tribal feeling of a, of a game. Absolutely. I mean, what are we doing playing in Australia? And we've got capable A-League sides. You know, we don't, we, we don't have such poor standard in our A-League where we're going to get beaten 10 nil by anyone. And can you imagine what would happen around the world, the media around the world, if Melbourne Victory played Real Madrid and we beat them? Okay, it could have been one of those parking the bus wins, who knows? But if we beat Real Madrid, uh, there's a little bit more... We've got a little bit more of our emotions, our interest vested into this, invested in the whole thing. And, um, and there's, uh, there's at least one team out there that really, really wants to get something out of it. We saw in the Liverpool games against Brisbane Raw and Adelaide United what that meant to those local sides. And Liverpool, uh, responded, um, appropriately to that too. So for me, it has to happen. But no one talked about the fact that they could have been, uh, had either a Melbourne victory or a Melbourne City or someone playing uh, against these three teams? For the three teams with real tribes, and I think it's only going to be held in Sydney or Melbourne if it ever comes back, I reckon Western Sydney, Sydney FC and Melbourne Victory, and even Melbourne City, if they get a bit bigger, wouldn't be out of place. I but think it would add a lot. Maybe maybe it could be one of those situations where the you know, the A-League champion and maybe the, the, the runner-up or the, or the, you know, the, the championship winner um, and maybe a third team are the ones that 
get to play these teams, or maybe the champion gets to play all three of them. I mean, imagine that. Uh, Melbourne victory playing uh, Real Madrid, AS Roma and, uh, and Manchester City all within two weeks. Unbelievable that would yeah. be. Yeah, I think it becomes a question of how many you can fit in in that, that time frame. So, but I do agree with you, Carlos. I think that why, why aren't we also showcasing the talent that's here? I think that there's nothing better for an A-League player uh, in, in, a, in a career in the A-League to come up against a big club, even if it is a bit of a pretend game. But I think that our players here would approach it with the seriousness and the intensity that would make the other team lift because they don't want to lose to sort of wannabes. You know, you can lose to Roma and, and say, well, you know, it was Roma. Yep. These things happen. But to to lose to a Melbourne victory or, well, I wouldn't even put uh, the Wanderers in the mix at this stage or, or Melbourne. Well, City. they finished last. And yeah. that's, uh, I think Warren's got a short memory. Yeah. So I mean, they've got the wooden spoon last they've year. They've got a tribe, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Got a tribe. Thank you very much, there, boys. This is moving along nicely. The next question is, you know, we're we're in the media. It'll fall know. apart soon. No, it's, it's falling yeah, apart yeah, already. Yeah. We, 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 we've been in the media for twenty-two years now, yeah. boys. This is our twenty-second mm. year, and uh, and one day we'll boy, get it right. Yeah, we'll get it right one day. That buzzer was pretty good. <laughs> Have or has Channel Nine done a good job with the coverage? That's a, that's a question. That's a question that you know. You don't, get credit, you don't get credit from me unless you're prepared to take it on full time and do a decent job with not well, only the spectacular. No, they don't. They've got to start somewhere. Yes, they do. Take it on. The rights, are, the rights it's are not up. Coverage. The it's rights, token gesture. The rights are up <laughs> in 2017, and by the way. You well, know, come out and tell us you're going to bid for them. Well, okay. They're probably just feeling their way, road so, testing the whole the thing water, at the moment. Warren, the Channel water. 7's been doing it for a couple of years with the All-Star Games and the odd, you know... Kissing. That hasn't been coverage either. That's been token gesture. Look, the actual the actual uh, coverage by by way of the way they're presenting it mm. uh, is fine. Fine. Um, Michael Bridges, I think you give him a bit of a tip. Yeah, he's it, gone up. His stocks are on the rise. He's just going to get better and better and better. Clint Stataway... Uh, for a guy who doesn't seem to know much, he's a, he's a polished host. About the game. And I don't yeah, mean yeah, this for, so, yeah, yeah, for, the, yeah. for the, for the news, <laughs> yeah. for the news guy. Not, nice looking guy. Oh, yeah. Nice very, looking very guy. Presentable. Yeah, he's a presentable guy. Looks good in a suit. Yeah, he's okay. The boundary rider. Yeah. She was very presentable. Uh, yeah, and she sort of, except when she was trying to get Ashley Cole to say that it was, you know, the, the penalty shootout was the most exciting oh, and yeah, nerve wracking part that. of his whole career. Yep. And he said, no, no. She gave him, he I've gave actually him been the World called, Cup. Jordan, <laughs> she called Jordan Ibe Raheem yeah. Sterling. <laughs> yeah, but th- that's okay. <laughs> now, you said, as in our pre show dinner, mm. you were quite scathing of Archie Thompson, though. Well, Phil in Werribee actually says, no, they paid lip service to the analysis of the game, and Archie was hopeless. I don't think he was hopeless. <laughs> no, I think Archie's I, a personality. Warren, I I we're, we're in the pub, eating the parmigiana. Yeah, yeah. In between bites, you were scathing he was, of Archie Thompson. Yeah, he's the, he's the world football equivalent of Bill Brownless. Now, remember, remember you nearly got some player sacked. With I like, actually did. Okay. He's gone off to yeah, another okay. club now. Okay. Uh, look, <laughs> the Melbourne City Golf. How do you though. sleep yeah. at night? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. yeah that look, was bad. You, I think probably the analysis needs some work. Yeah. Of it, but that's okay. You know, early, I don't early think days. Archie's been a big listener in team talks over the years. <laughs> I think he's probably just done his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Quite honestly. All I want from a coverage is the cameras working and following the ball <laughs> and someone much. mentioning the odd name. And Going if they don't talk, Christian I'm happy as Jansen well. Jansen as the caller. No, you know, Brenton Speed. Brenton, sorry, Brenton Speed. <laughs> it's a yeah, yeah, Doesn't yeah, he yeah, do no. um, uh, 
Yeah, he does Gambling something. Yeah, 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 but he's, getting him on board was a good he, move. He's fine. I know he, actually on social media, Brendan for some reason been copying a little bit, but he's fine. I, I think he's good. good. And, and can I just say, the whole world now knows that Iturbe at Roma <laughs> is the next Lionel Messi. Yeah, I know. And uh, we're blessed and yeah. better people for knowing yeah. that. Dean in Crew Point uh, might have the final say on this question. Out of 10, I give Channel 9 a 7. SBS is the best. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm well, not sure about this. That's not, not a bad. Seven out of ten for you, yeah. you know, for your first time after you know, a long time. I, I, I think the landscape good. is changing, and Channel Nine might be dabbling a little bit with the view for the future. Channel Seven, yeah. we've seen. So, uh, if you want free to wear coverage, and you can get it in a really authentic way on Channel Nine, Channel Seven. That's the way to go. There you go. And I think there'll be at least uh, three Diego's going to Channel 9. (laughs) (laughs) It does happen. That's right. That's right. uh, Tell me when. Just give me a couple of weeks so I can maybe drop some KGs and get a haircut. But um, the the final question on the uh, Rodrigo's Q&A is uh, now it's all about the MCG. Now, I love the MCG. I'm a a defender of the MCG. It's the best ground in the world. Uh, But, you know, we've had coaches come out and slamming the surface or slamming it in their own way. should we be coming up with a better playing surface for elite tournaments involving these teams with some of the best and most expensive cattle in the world? Without question. I mean, it was a disgrace what I was watching oh, on TV last night. Disgrace. It was disgrace. a disgrace. Mm. Absolutely. There was, was grass, it Carlos. Was, no, I'm telling you, it, I, I sat next to my wife and I said, that reminds me of the MCG when I was watching the Socceroos led by John Cosmina against the Antonio Cabrini-led Juventus back in 1984 when we were just giving garbage to play on. And uh, and that's what we saw, and that's what I saw again last night, the line markings, uh, the way the ground was prepared. Now, I got hammered on uh, half-time today by our listeners, uh, saying I was asking too much, Carlos. It's, it's in the middle of AFL season. Well, we are... If you use 2015... The technology is unbelievable. We have, we have pitches all around the world that get wheeled in and wheeled out of the stadiums. I see. Okay, you reckon we should wheel? We in should and have wheel a, out a pitch. we should have a pitch out, <laughs> outside the MCG <laughs> and just wheel it in for football. <laughs> Blow the siren no, on Carlos. You're a joke, Carlos. They played on a baseball field last year in the International Cup. A baseball uh, uh, field. And you applaud that in America. Are you now? You're using America as the state of the art. Uh, facility for world football. I the never Americans, are you saw me? one component of the game that was affected by the surface. And Raf Benitez, <laughs> hang your head you... in shame. You might last 12 to 15 games. If you come up, he's already finding excuses <laughs> you for watch, his players. Did you watch the Saturday night game, Real Madrid AC? It clashed Australia? with a replay of the okay, Liverpool game. There you game. go. Okay, so you didn't watch. Now, I watched never all of it. in this boy's life. Has heavy touch in his name been included in the same sentence? <laughs> Who is that? Cristiano Ronaldo, oh, heavy yes. touch. Uh, he was that has to be the pitch. You can't be the man. <laughs> it can't be. The, it can't be the Cristiano Ronaldo when he talks about himself. He says Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't have a heavy touch. Well, and we saw that. heavy touches from Cristiano Ronaldo on Saturday night. I thought the the markings. You know, the fifth. I thought they were introducing <laughs> zones into the game. Yes, the lines were a little bit confusing. That, I, I will concede that hmm. that point. I, you know. I think. As, Did you think it was a bit rich? The, yeah, the... I think they're all, all a little bit too entitled, and I'm a bit tired of people just <laughs> blaming the pitch for for drawing a game. Or you know, the Roma coach, he, he was quite happy to not complain till he till he lost lost on penalties yeah, the right. other night. So you know, you can't have it both ways. Uh, if you're going to bring out 
the, you know, the, the treasure, the diamonds of That's world fun. football. If you're going to bring them out, give them, give them a, give them a stage to play on that, that brings the best out of them. People paid a lot of money, Vinny, to go to those games. They deserve the best possible facility for those players to do their business. Too bad, Amy. Amy Park only holds 28,000. Oh, don't get me started on that. Fennigan, that should have been a 75,000-seater stadium <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, when they built this thing. And, but they made it 28,000 plus bubbles. <laughs> the Please. Bubbles, the bubbles do look good, though. You have to say <laughs> that. Well, that's it for the Q&A, Rodrigo's Q&A. I'm exhausted. Oh, I think that went well. All right, anyway. I think uh, Carl's got a lot of his chest. Give us a call tonight. He did get a lot off his chest. It's uh, been, it was gold. It was radio gold. Oh, it wouldn't go that far. Maybe silver. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Send us your text messages tonight. We'd love to hear from you. The Diego's are back on a Wednesday night, so stick around on eleven sixteen SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Yes, we're here on a Wednesday night, uh, and we will be uh, for time in memoriam, as they say. Um, the Diego's with Rodrigo, Vinny, uh, Warren, and Carlos Alberto Diego. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Give us a call tonight if you want to talk about the International Champions Cup. You want to talk about Liverpool? Feedback. A bit of feedback mm, on the yeah. on the. Um, on the Q&A? Yeah, yeah. Q&A. Q&A. Um, or 0433 Has the International Champions Cup captured your imagination? Got a couple of text messages. No. First, Mark in Geelong here. Wow, wow, have a cry, Sooks. It's, if, the over, <laughs> if the over-actors don't like the grass, then two words. Don't come. Okay. There you go. Tough love. That's tough. I mean, yeah, that would sound like that, wouldn't you? Hey, guys, great to hear your voices on the radio. Oh, this has got nothing to do with... Um, any of the hot topics, but did you guys know that uh, Richmond Ruckman, Ivan Murich, is the uh, president of St Albans Saints Soccer yes. Club? Yes, yep. That's Joe in West And apparently he gets down, puts the goals out, does yeah. a few things. Yeah, no, yeah. apparently he does. We'll try right and get him on. It. We'll yeah, try yeah, and get him no, on one night. Um, apparently this, the, the Churchill Reserve surface is better than the MCG surface. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What's it hold, it's, Carlos? Oh, all of 500 people. Do you know what annoyed me a little bit? <laughs> that Because uh, uh, it's at the MCG... You're paying quite a bit of money to get a ticket, and you're quite the distance from the the pitch. And I, for for one of the games, I was looking at buying some tickets, and I was going to be behind the goals, and, and it's the G, and it just put me off. I'm thinking, no, I'm going to stay home and watch it on TV. Yeah, I, I, I've seen football, you know, big games by the MCG, and yeah, I, no, I, don't I mean, it's World Cup qualifiers. So I yeah. just think when they set it up properly, and they've got the hoardings it's, there, it's okay. Yeah, they re, so. yeah. they actually. The thing that you misunderstand... Hang on, I'm talking about the grass They the relayed surface. the surface for the <laughs> Champions Cup. You're kidding they me. They did. Fair nickum. And, yeah... Because oh, the MCG was looking worse about four, it four was. weeks before. It was. They relayed it. It's just... It was colourless. They anyway. probably just suffered a little bit and... A lot of traffic on that stadium. Anyway, boys, I love my football, but non-competitive games don't get me fired up. At $150 a ticket, the public won't continue to pay long-term to watch them play. It's a novelty. You know but I would argue people who paid those they, that price for tickets, they weren't there for the, an intense game of football. They were there because they just were passionate about these clubs. Want to see these guys. Yeah, Want to see these guys. They're very, very astute people who go and watch these games, except for the theatre-goers. The ones who aren't football people would have gone there wanting some thrilling game of football, and they're not going to get it all the time, especially at this phase of their, their preparation for the season. And uh, But people who know this, their game, they would, no one would be thinking that these going to be... It, it's a bonus if you get a great game. Do you know they charge for training? Yeah, that's They right. charge to go and watch them train. I would argue, and I've... I have and so 10, far people paid for yeah, it, and I have so far not mentioned the word starting with L and finishing Mention in L. It. Go on. 
Well, the Liverpool games have been better than the International Champions Cup. And that's absolutely But you know why? But, well, because the opposition they've played have been fair dinkum. Absolutely. And, but they've and, been better games. And local, local teams who want to play football against yeah. these guys. And I include, I include the Man City-Melbourne City game. Yeah. They, uh, we, didn't, we didn't get to see the Adelaide City-Man City game was behind closed doors up there, but we didn't get to see that. But I would argue that those games have been better to watch than the International Champions Cup games. Diesel George, do you guys reckon they got their just rewards with the crowd last night? Would have loved to go, but prices made it unaffordable. What was the the crowd last night? 43. 43, 44. But they're going to get close to 90 on Friday night. Full house on Friday night. So there you go. It's a numbers game, really, isn't it? Um, Mm. It's a snore fest. Um, It's not a snore fest. I've been into it. Can't wait till Barcelona come out to Australia. I was hoping Liverpool would clash with Real Madrid and Man City. That's Dean in crew point. There's There's a bit of a hot topic, too. What uh, group of what collective of teams would uh, out would uh, outdo the teams that are out here at the moment? So, well, I, I, reckon, I was thinking Barcelona. I reckon Barcelona, Munich, Liverpool, Bayern Bayern Munich, Liverpool, or Man U. Hey, well, I'd get Real Madrid out again before I get Liverpool out. Oh, again. you're kidding me! You're feeding about say, that. You're saying to me that Real Madrid hasn't captured the imagination of people. I am saying to you what? that Liverpool would draw a bigger crowd against anyone at the MCG we're against Real Madrid playing anyone at the MCG. What, That's what I'm telling you. What was the stat over your pump, John? One in five people <laughs> who follow football across the world follow yep. Liverpool. And I'm telling you and now, that's Carlos. Warren Diego, <laughs> ABS statistics. Yeah, and I'm saying to you now, you play Liverpool against anyone at the MCG, they'll get more people there than Real Madrid playing anyone, and, or Barcelona. And, and imagine if they had a half-decent team, <laughs> yeah. what they would do. He's probably right, though, Carlos. Liverpool does capture the imagination of many a, a football fan. Yeah, but if you compare country. that against Real Madrid, I mean, we don't have the statistics. Warren Diego's ABS statistics haven't well, surveyed yeah, for Real Carlos, Madrid I guess, awareness. I guess we've got the precedent in, in, the, in the sense that when they played victory and everyone who went there and when they played uh, walk, Never Walk Alone... You know that that spine tingling, back standing, backs of your head on your neck, standing up, stuff like that. I think that's what the Liverpool supporters bring, even even if their team's pretty ordinary. No, no Liverpool player has been on the front page and back page of newspapers like Cristiano Ronaldo has been on Real and we've got TV news news hounds chasing Ronaldo wherever he is. Ronaldo himself has been the reason why right now Real Madrid is a bigger ticket. Uh, more interest, especially with the theatre goers and people who aren't really football people, they're more curious about Ronaldo than what they are about Liverpool. That is your castle moment. You are dreaming, Carlos. You are dreaming. <laughs> and the other thing about my survey, I survey as many people as what they do on Family Feud, and they take that as decent statistics. <laughs> yes, the top answer is... Brendan Rogers uh, continuing his atrocious, pathetic non-man management style. Sterling, Ger- Sterling, Gerard, Suarez, Aga, all gone in acrimonious manner. Don't like the bloke. Get rid of him. Really, Peter and you're a good guy, but I Pete, think you got Pete, it wrong. Glass there, are full. Oh. Firmino, the best recruit. <laughs> Milner. No, 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 don't talk about no, the Milner. Squad. Milner. No, Brendan Rogers as a, uh, as a manager is really, really impressive. He just doesn't have the clout, financial clout, to go and compete with the big clubs. So don't talk about what he's recruiting because it, you're still going to be, you know, maybe within the, you know, maybe eight, nine, ten, maybe mid-table mediocrity. That's as good as you can hope for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, Brendan Rogers is a good man. Yep. And by the way, 
said the other day he was humbled about coming to Australia because of the way people yep. treat him here and the way Better Liverpool than Raph Benitez. Unbelievable. He yeah. can walk the streets here. Yeah. Rafa Benitez, sorry. No, Dead man walking. I'm calling Already? it. Already? I mean, <laughs> there, there is nothing about the man, the way he, he manages, that impresses me. And... He's not going to win stuff like but, Ancelotti but Vinny, won he, stuff. But Vinny, he's a, he's a son of Real Madrid. He actually coached the kiddies but, there but, for many years. But Carlos, he yeah, bagged, a lot of them play in the first team. He bagged the MCG. Uh, <laughs> and well, that's enough. Well, that's uh, all he was doing is deflecting <laughs> no, no. from his team's performance. It's not, it's if, if I'm Rafa Benitez, I'm saying to those guys, listen, fellas, you've got to put on a show because I really like it here. <laughs> do it for me. Would you? Would you? Uh, in answer to the which group of three yeah. would you have? Barcelona, Bayern, yeah. Munich, and Man U would uh, have to outdo the teams we have now. And that's Rob uh, from Footscray. That's Rob and from Footscray. And no mention of Liverpool, by the way. No, no. But Barca, Man U, and Real Madrid would be the holy grail of teams. Oh, Liverpool yeah, drew more yeah. players, more people to their game at the same time last two years ago than what Manchester United did. If oh, you had it's facts, facts. A Classico abroad. Barca v Real Madrid, I reckon that would just kick. Yeah, even the friendly game yeah. would be like because uh, they uh, don't, they don't back up. You know, there's no friendly games between those two. Yep. Uh, I think that would outdo that sort of lineup. Plus, you throw in a Bayern Munich, uh, that lineup would be the thing that would really you talk about capture the imagination because Pep's there. Yeah, and also and the, and the pride, the pride aspect between yes. those two teams or those three teams. Uh, yeah, you got the instant. Instant uh, rivalry, great. and yep. I think you'd get some edge to it. Uh, Johnny Paul Melbourne says, I'm still scarred from the 1999 Rene Rifkin Man U Circus. <laughs> it felt true. like I was at a Harlem Globetrotters game. Yeah. Again, that, you know the problem with that, and again, we didn't have an A-League uh, competition in those days, but they got a Socceroos team playing uh, Man U. And if you remember, I think it was the, the Socceroos team where Harry Kuehl walked out on the eve of the game, would that would that be in the way? I'm not sure, but there was a lot of drama about the Socceroos wanting a bigger cut or a slice of the pie that Rene Rivkin was getting. Um, and also, I think Man U was supposed to come with some big players and mm. Beckham didn't turn Beck- up, Ferguson didn't turn up. So we've had big teams before, but they haven't just taken it seriously. You enough. have to admit that or, uh, or concede that uh, at least with this series, you've had... You've had the names coming, you, you know. In the yeah, past, it's true. you would have had the beach. And when Juventus our, came... Except for our South American friends who have all been given yeah, a well, few weeks a bit off. tired after the Copper America. Copper America went yeah. on for about four years. <laughs> Tell you what's a longer tournament than the Copper America. The absolute kissing your sister international cup, which is the, uh, the CONCACAF Gold Cup. That's gone on for absolutely ever. Do you know who's winning that? No, no, can't say that. Exactly. I don't think I've ever taken notice of that competition, but anyway. Conquer Calf Gold Cup. <laughs> really? Gee, the way you set us up for a fall there, Warren, that was gold. Yeah. Jeez, well done. <laughs> hey, um, just, just quickly, oh, oh, not just quickly, we can talk about Matty Ryan. Um, oh, yes. Let's change, let's change this topic a little bit here. Matty Ryan signed for Valencia. Is yep. he number one? In La Liga. Well, that, that'll, um, six-year contract. Yes. He's got enough time one. to become number one if he's not. Uh, 23-year-old. Mm. Um Let's, let's Twice Belgian Player of the Year, or goalkeeper, uh, goalkeeper of, the year. of the Year. He's loved by Club. I mean, all the social media, the fans from Club Bruges were saying, "We want you to stay, but good luck to you, Matty." So he's got that fantastic relationship. And you've got to say, with Matty Ryan, whatever situation he's been in, he's always met the challenge, and he's yep. always gone and actually surpassed it. So uh, and he's just, improved. He's kept improving. Like you could say that in the World Cup, maybe a couple of the goals were 
you know... He warmed into the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, he did. Like, he yeah. got better, and but, he's got better since But how then. good was he at the Asian Cup? Oh, exactly. I mean, and now, look, with Bel- in Belgium, from day one, he was fantastic there, too. So uh, I just wonder, and I've got to do a bit of research on this, oh, good. but my <laughs> gut feeling is that he's the start of the new golden generation. I mean, get Mark Schwarzer at the same age, 23... What was he? Is he at Bradford at that stage? Was he in Germany? I'm, Germany, He maybe. certainly wasn't anywhere near the peak of his powers. And suddenly, uh, Matty Ryan's at Valencia, probably in the top three or four teams in, in Spain. And, uh, and one of the strongest after the big, absolutely. Big I just wonder whether he is one of the first where we can start saying this next lot of players are a part of the golden generation. I'm looking at like the likes of Danny De Silva. He's at AS Roma at the moment. Matthew Leckie is going to get, he's going to be playing in the Bundesliga. He might uh, suddenly get a big contract with someone else. I mean, we could have four or five really, really, you know, players who could be playing with big clubs within the next five or six years. Well, I'm going to ask the question, is this the biggest transfer? Seriously, to, you know, how we've gone through a period where we haven't had players go yeah. to big clubs? Like since Harry Kuehl went to Liverpool, is this perhaps the biggest signing of an Australian player to a legitimately for big 10 club years. For, for 10, 10 years. years. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of anyone else. But but they're all at that age. Our really good young players are at that, the 22 to 25 at the moment. And I think in the next five years you'll see some, I mean, someone like a Matthew Leckie, if he keeps on improving the way he is, um, you know, he'll be picked up by a big club somewhere around the world. And suddenly, you know, you got him, Matty Ryan. Again, uh, even Francesco Totti is talking about Danny De Silva and what, you know, the, the impact he's had on the squad, the Roma squad already, and that he's noticed he's a really exceptionally talented young man. There's a couple of other young guys around. I just reckon that, um, you know, people say we don't have another golden generation. I think we do. Coming. It's an exciting time ahead, and uh, congratulations to Matty Ryan. Um, and it'd be great to see him, you know, if he is number one in, uh, in Valencia, keeping, you know, against the likes of Messi and uh, Ronaldo and the like. Do you think he'll just tell people he plays for Valencia? <laughs> Valencia. <laughs> is he going to say Valencia? I want him to say Valencia all the time. Well, let's take a break now and uh, come back with more of the Diego's on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Yes, you're on the Four Diego's here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Been talking about the International Champions Cup and uh, everything around that and uh, getting a lot of great text messages here. Dean and Crip point again, I'd pay good money to see Messi and Neymar razzle-dazzle against Melbourne victory. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I want Lee Broxham <laughs> to <laughs> kick the hell out of Neymar. <laughs> How good would that be? Oh. That would be awesome. So that's something he can tell his grandkids. I want him to find out where Iturbe is staying right now <laughs> and just knock on the door and that's kick right. him and say, yeah. Messi. You don't know what toughness <laughs> is. Thank you very much. And uh, I'd have Barca, Juve and Liverpool here next year in the tournament. Wish one day Amy Park cap capacity was 50k plus so the tournament is that's played. That's a good a combination. No, it's not really Luke. because there's Juve fans and Liverpool fans who are still feeling... You know the emotions and the of the tragedy, the high school tragedy, yeah. and I just reckon he would. Uh, there would be a couple of people who probably harbour that still, and was, you know, that was a tragic. I mean, it was it was it was, really it was awful. It was awful part of history. And uh, whenever those two clubs come together, whether it's Champions League or you know, you know, in any sort of games or possibilities, that always comes up. And I don't know if it's a good thing uh, if we had a friendly tournament with those two clubs involved. Hey, uh, if you're a builder out there, could you perhaps maybe drive by, you know, the Bubble Stadium <laughs> and just put in a quote? You know, a couple look, of spec I, drawings. I could put in 
you know, a, a bit more seeding for this match. Give them something yeah. to aim for. Surely yeah. it's just a bit of scaffolding, really, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Well, just a we, bit of... we, want, we want the sort of builders that don't get permits from councils. <laughs> the ones do who dug that stuff. hole out in the eastern sub, you know, yeah. recently. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those guys. Yeah. Top of my list. Uh, Daniel says, G'day, Daniel. Liverpool should have gotten uh, Ryan instead. Uh, we have a Bogan and Mr. Slippy Fingers. There you go, Warren. You, you, you know. Bogdan is the guy who's come from, I should know, another English club. I can't remember which one. But, um, no, I think Mignolet at this time last year is under a bit of pressure. But um, Matty Ryan was talked about going to Liverpool. But I suppose he would have wanted his next move to be somewhere where he's got a chance to grow into number one or be number one. And that probably wasn't going to happen at Liverpool straight away. So, yeah. Well, Valencia's a bigger club it's than a big... Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just waited up. He's in uh, Liverpool are a small club these days. Yeah, they yeah, win no, nothing. That's true. We're a small club. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Hey, um, boys, it's been the off season, of course, and uh, there's been some movement in the uh, in the A League teams with the A League teams, Melbourne City and uh, Melbourne Victory. Um, what's taken your eye? We'll start with you, Carlos. Well, Melbourne City, they're upstarts, aren't they? I mean, firstly, they get Man City over here to play a game at the Gold Coast. They, they got 29,000 oh, no, they, they, they went to the Gold Coast. You know, they're a bit of a tan before the game. They're, they're really they're the upstarts, aren't they? Well, they're, that equal the aggregate of the, uh, <laughs> you know, how many Clive people Palmer, used to go yeah, see the Clive Palmer yeah, team the, um, in two seasons. Apparently, they had to, you know, lift the, the ban on 5,000 people coming to the <laughs> game, <right>. too. <laughs> they especially do that. But... Uh, you know, even driving here today during the day, and I noticed a big billboard, uh, you know, just uh, along uh, where the Yarra River is, and uh, up near South Bank, saying, uh, you know, buy your membership for Melbourne City. And the way they've sort of done their graphics is this: this city is our city, or something like that. And uh, and I just reckon that Melbourne, and also you know the the announcement that they've signed Ivan Franich and Michael Zullo. I mean, two Socceroos, and Zullo's been out injured for a bit, but everyone knows his quality. Aaron Hughes, the Irish international, is a centre half, and um, yeah, they, there's talk about signing a big striker, uh, you know, someone who scores for fun, and uh, and you know that they've got the resources to do that. They've moved on a lot of the dead wood. The guys have let them down a little bit over the years, so. I just reckon uh, Melbourne City are uh, starting to prepare in a very methodical way. And uh, and apparently they've got a new marketing person from, from England and they've got sports scientists. So, uh, you know where got... their improvement's going to come from, Carlos, in my opinion, is going to come from their younger players. That I'm looking forward very much to looking for the likes of the unfortunate named Stefan Mork. Well, did you see Stefan oh, Mork's yes. miss from the couple of minutes out the other night? I did, and he'll get over that. No, I, I don't think you'll ever <laughs> get Jacob over that. Jacob Melling is another one I'm Melling. looking forward True. to. Yep. I think there's going to be, you're going to see a revolution of young quality players come through that are going to be surrounded. They've still got Robert Corrin has got something to prove in the second year of his contract. I'm looking forward to not losing 16 bottles of wine to Vinny <laughs> at some stage during this season. Jeez. I but, don't know. I don't know that Melbourne City fans are convinced by anything you said, no, except no. for Melling. I think Melling's a Yeah, gun. no. Uh, Stephen Mork's uh, a person who hasn't convinced me yet. He's Even a future socceroo. No, he's Melling. not. No, he's not. He's Melling. Got, oh, Melling is, yeah, Melling. definitely. He's a young kid who's, uh, who really did uh, influence games last year. But uh, uh, guys like Stephen Mork, Carlos Retre, um, or Paolo Retre, uh, and uh, Ben Garuccio, these sort of guys have not played enough football to convince me fully, but uh, On the way I'll, up. I'll look forward to that. And the other one uh, who I think is about, 
who's about to actually convince people he's not a bad keeper is someone like a Tando Valapi. Yep. Mm. There, Although there, there was talk that yes. they were going to sign a one of the first clubs ever to sign a marquee goalkeeper. Yeah, I know. And which they shouldn't they shouldn't spend their money their their marquee money on a goalkeeper. They, I think Tando Valapi put him in there, put a decent defence in front of him, and he'll be fine. I'm still a bit worried. Uh, yeah. uh, Cross town though, victory very very quiet, very very mm. quiet. But they have uh, picked up Danny Vukovic. I mean, probably the close to the best yep. goalkeeper in the A League with uh, Galekovic and yep, so forth. I agree. Uh, the, the other one is uh, they've lost Milligan now, which is a, him. Yeah, yep. huge, irreplaceable, irreplaceable. Well, there, there is talk, uh, very, very quiet talk, and Victory will deny this, but very. Shh, I'll, I'll, I'll actually whisper it. It's so quiet. Oliver, Oliver Bazanich. Ollie. Yeah, Ollie Bazanich, um, uh, from, uh, a Swiss team that's actually let him go, which is not, it's probably not a great endorsement for him, but, uh, there's talk about <laughs> no, him being not. picked up as a, as a marquee player there. So I'm sure, um, that they'll fill their gaps pretty well and they've got a couple of gaps in that they need to sort out, but, uh, I think they'll be fine. And, and City have got a lot of catch up to do to get to victory, even though, City did make the finals and actually were one game away from the grand final. I think there's still a lot of difference between the quality in those in both those squads. It's going to be interesting. I'm worried. I'm worried for Perth. I'm worried because Andy Keogh, he came back and then he's gone. There's been a mass... There's been an interesting number of um, players leave Perth as a fallout of the salary cap issues, probably more than I expected. Um, well, those players are hurting. Hurting? Right? Yeah, they were hurting. Yeah. I mean, these guys worked all year. Sweat and tears. Yeah, and there's a lot of hard. sweat in Perth, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they get, you know, the club gets, uh, condemned, uh, around the salary cap issues and they, they get kicked out of the finals. You know, I mean, one guy I think's got huge upside and he did, he started against Liverpool for Brisbane. Jamie McLaren, I think he's got huge upside for Brisbane. They don't look, if you have a look at Brisbane, who I thought played really well against Liverpool, there's not a, much difference in that team in terms of um, the players. I think they'll be looking for just improvement out of the likes of Borello and who scored the goal? Because that was a quality goal. Petrakos. Um, oh, yeah, did yeah. Petrakos. Um, I think there's lots of upside for Brisbane. And John Aloisi, beautiful in a suit, as always, <laughs> on the sidelines. All right, we'll take a break. Before we do, Johnny Port Melbourne, don't know who speaks more nonsense, KB about the Tigers or Warren about <laughs> Liverpool or Melbourne City. Yep. Who's there that? There you go. That's uh, John in Port Melbourne. It's the first time I've ever been mentioned in the same sentence as with Kevin Bartlett, so I appreciate <laughs> the compliment. That's an honour for you. <laughs> Let's take a break now and come back and... Uh what are the Diego's after this on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport? And coming up after the Diego's, it's all night appetite from uh, midnight till six. Then it's uh, the morning glory. And, uh, hey, boys, a uh, couple of minutes to go to close off the show. It's been a f- action-packed show, yeah. fast-packed show tonight. Um, just before we go, Warren, with another Liverpool quick question, eh? Why, Carlos and uh, Vinny, is uh, Liverpool going to be better off without uh, Stevie G and Raheem <laughs> Sterling? <laughs> I think uh, we'll give... Is that a trick question? Warren... The chance to explain that one. I think Liverpool will no will be no worse. That's what I'll say. I think um, the signings that they've made in um, particularly Milner as as an example to replace Stevie G, and particularly if they get Christian Benteke Benteke over the line, I don't think they'll be any worse. The whole key to Liverpool is Daniel Sturridge. The, the, the true the truth of the matter is Brendan Rodgers has tr- been trying to move on Stevie G for years now. Okay, everything was rolled around him. What I saw with the Liverpool side against Brisbane in particular, I didn't see the Adelaide game, was a more even, yep. 
and you know, more freedom for every player in that pitch to play. They didn't have to go through the legend that is Stevie Gerrard, and I think it's going to benefit Liverpool. In fact, with Milner and Henderson and a few of the other English boys, uh, Klein and yep. uh, and a few of the other guys, like Lalana and so forth, it it reminded me a little bit of the you know the Liverpool setup of the eighties. Not not in performance, but just the the personnel, and that's they've been trying to recapture this boot room culture, and I think this is the best way to do it. It's all about uh, their their capacity to maintain what they establish. Absolutely, it's been good to have all these teams in this country yeah. of ours. Can't wait. Fantastic. Till, actually, can't wait till tomorrow night. That's it for this week's show. Thanks to our uh, SMSs tonight. We're back next Wednesday, so remember, Carlos. Wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever you Samba, Rumba, and La Bamba, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. Wherever gringos play football, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. We are the Fortiagos.